Oh, it's coming out of the, like the real. Oh, you like this, don't yeah. you? <laughs> I don't even know who it is, but like, it's tight. Yeah, yeah you like it. Follow, boy. I, oh, you get some dance moves. I just want to see like cheerleaders like. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Imagine coming out like to this with like 10,000 people. They they come out to it uh, in, in the World Series a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, I like it. This I is know, he's professional. got moves. This is, he's already, I already am so much more happy that he's here in, instead of you. No, I am here. No, Sarah. It's such a good... I am here. Oh. Are you guys paying royalties on this? Huh? What? <laughs> oh, you don't want to feel like I'm at a club like, what? Uh, now now you'll know part. it right now when you're here. You'll hear you know this one. Look at Sarah go. Like you're falling. You do the sprinklers? Stop! Are we on an NBA commercial right now? No, like, <laughs> no, show me the sprinkler again. Yeah! <laughs> I, I, I was literally just feeling the music and that came out. I wasn't even doing it's, the sprinklers. I understand. I'm so happy how much you enjoyed that. That was good, man. You may have enjoyed that more than anybody yet, I think. I mean, and it because of it, it was so infectious, it made me enjoy it again because you like sucked the life out of my joy. Why have I sucked Because that song, he doesn't, She's coming at you he doesn't like that song. I love that song. I have that song right here. I'm, I work out to it almost every day. Oh, listen, oh, you, listen get it, you work when out. She, when, when we have guests in, she mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Likes to be, she likes to act tough and be mean to me. But mm-hmm. when there's nobody here, she's still mean. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't act as tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, our friend Jay Larson is here. Everybody, say hello. What's to- up, everybody? Yeah. Hello, Jay Larson. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Do you want to tell people? Um, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that our crowd is a little different than your crowd. Our channel. Oh, channel- really? No, is no, no. that what you're assuming? I'm gonna go ahead and assume that our crowd is maybe a little different. May not, yeah. may not be entirely familiar with you. So when you tell them, first of all, about your television show. I have a show called Best Bars in America. It's on the Esquire Network. Yep. Yeah, it is. It, second season airs April it's very 1st. Like it is it. very enjoyable. 9 o'clock p.m. It's a great show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. How much input do you get like when you go to these bars? How much input do you get in what the show is going to be like? Well, we, we tell them basically what we want to do, and then they basically like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll do that. And they cut everything. <laughs> we'll go to cities and be like, we, we got to go to the spot. We got to go. And they're like, yeah, we'll do it. Let's go. We go. We do the whole thing. Like, That's amazing. Amazing. I go and do the voiceover. I'm like, hey, uh, what happened to that, that place? Like, oh, yeah, we had to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> why why do we even shoot it? Yeah. Uh, so That's amazing. Do they pick out the place? Have you ever gone into a bar on your own and been like, this should be on the show? Yeah, I mean, I got some. Like, I have friends that have restaurants and bars, and I've had two of them on the show, which is pretty cool. And has it helped them out? Yeah, because we were in Austin, and my buddy uh, Matt Botticelli has a place called Botticelli's. Check it out; it's on South Congress, and he's got a place, a Little like Barrel the name and Brown. Of that, Me too. Like, Botticelli's. Botticelli's. Yeah, I'll be there in a second. It's killer. And he was getting a little nervous, so he just kept ordering. It was just me and him, and then Sean, my co-host, was going to come in after, and he and I were just doing shots of tequila with grapefruit, and we just we did eleven shots, and now Wait. people come in all the time, like, "Hey, can we get that uh, tequila grapefruit?" He's like, "That's not a shot. It's just what I was doing." It's he, tequila he, with grapefruit juice. Just yeah, like a splash of grapefruit. I know what I'm drinking t- tonight. Can I tell you what's not terrible? What you should try? Shot of Jameson followed by a shot of pic- ice cold pickle juice. Pickle juice, yeah. I don't like, like I don't that. know this. I don't like it. No, dude. I have you have it. you tried it? Yeah. You no, created yeah. it. 
created it. You know what she is right here? What do you mean you created it? Let me tell you, I didn't create it. Okay. Josh is gullible. Yeah. I used to bartend for a long time. Yeah. yeah. When I was in New York at this place, The Rusty Knot. It's on West Side Highway and West 11. That was also yeah. my nickname in high school. Of course. Yeah. We would serve it shorts of Jameson. my favorite move. Let me do the rusty knot. Let me give you the rusty knot, girl. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> we do shots of Jameson, shots of pickle juice. Call it, you know, it's a uh, pickleback. That's what we call yeah. it. And girls would be like, I'm not doing that. And be like, T- I'm telling you right now you're going to love it. So you take the Jameson, you're like, ah. And you take the pickle juice. It's ice cold. Yeah. And just it washes the Jameson down. It's like you never even took it. And the girls are like, let's do another. (laughs) 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 I've done one. I've done one. I've done a pickleback. But I don't think it was Jameson. It was something else with and then pickle juice. Russian bars do vodka, you know. Maybe that's what I did. Russian bars? Yeah. Like, ever been to KGB bar in in, um, New York or Bar Lubitsch? Lubitsch. Yeah. They also have a a wonderful Moscow mule. Uh, I, <laughs> I enjoy uh, I enjoyed the Jamesons with the pickle juice a lot, and I didn't think I was gonna, because I didn't know like I don't think I've ever drank in pickle juice straight before. Although when my son was eight, we went to a you, you might get this. My my son was eight, right? And these guys we were at a like a, a Super Bowl party, right? And they were eating pickles, and there was a jar of pickle juice, and he was eight. So this guy goes to him, I dare you to drink that, and he said, sure. The whole jar, the whole jar. But my son mm-hmm. said, you twenty five bucks, and the guy was like, fine. My son drank the pickle juice, and the guy was like, I'm not giving you the money. What? Talk to an eight-year-old! I'm di- so glad you brought this up. Okay, now listen. So everybody at the party was like, what the fuck? He was like, I was just kidding. I'm not going to give an eight-year-old 25 bucks. And they were like, you fucking better. Yeah, he drank a jar of pickle juice. Oh, pickle juice. The kid's throwing up in the corner. Give him 25 <laughs> bucks. Well, they you made, can't they, do that. No. And they actually made him empty his wallet. And he gave him like 70. He ended up giving him 78 bucks. They held him down. And took as well. Seventy-eight bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, now we're on a line. Yeah. Here. Now the now guy. Gave you know, it to now your son's in the hole. He owes that guy that money back. No, no, no. Yeah. They stole it from him for being an asshole. Here's my deal. Okay. You make a but. You make a bet for cash. You pay it. Yeah. And you know who I'm talking to? Nick Thune. We bet on the Super Bowl. Haven't seen my hundred bucks. Wait. Oh. You can't do that. You can't do that. You gotta pay no. it immediately. Yep. Like within the week. Hundred bucks too. Hundo, Hundo Thune. I you know, know I was at that game. Let's right? tweet him. We're gonna tweet you him. Were. <laughs> Oh, she was at the game too, she, yeah. but she's engaged to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. We shouldn't talk about. It. We we let's not talk about the Super Bowl. Ah, uh, I mean, no, we're, no, we're not. No one's dead. We're okay. No, I know, but there was a yeah. cash bonus if he had won. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I part's mean, dead. It does affect your household. Yeah. <laughs> we all just have personal stakes. Yeah, yeah. Hundred dollar bet. She's getting a bonus. We don't yeah. know. We had, big, so we had a, was I just the bonus had various, more than hundred dollars? You think? No, <laughs> uh, it was actually it was seventy four dollars. The same as drinking pickle yeah. juice. He was just sad for a few days, and then I was sad to watch him be sad. But yeah. we just drank. And you know yeah, what? Yeah. How do you take that? Drink. Loss? Just drink it away. Needed well, Josh asked juice. him a good question. He came on, and Josh asked him a good question. He was like, "Is the high from winning the year before last longer than the?" Low from losing, and uh-huh. he was like, "No, of, co- of course the high from winning went." You he, know, he also less. said that fans take the losses way harder than the players. Of course, because we're idiots. Because this is we invest there. This is a job for them. Yeah, and we just invest it. Someone said to me the other day, they're like, "How do you think the Pats are gonna do next year?" And I go, "I don't know." And they're like, "They lost a lot of guys, bro. Losing a lot of guys." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm good for like two, three years. Yeah, and then we'll win another." <laughs> yeah, and not only that, like. I'm not. I know guys have said that to me. But you bummed out. I'm like, I first of all, I'm not bummed out because I'm not on the. I'm not on the team. 
So I'm not really bummed out. And I tell you, I won't think about football until September rolls around and someone's like, football's on next week. And I'm like, fucking great. That's exactly. Okay, let's watch yeah, some football. Yeah, you don't spend all summer thinking about it. No, I'm not planning my fantasy team for next year. This is what I, <laughs> this is what I always thought. Like, if LeBron loses a game mm-hmm. and he goes home to his $12 million mansion and he's in his house where he can have anything he wants and he's got like... 200 mil in the bank and nine cars and his kids are his kids are dunking already mm-hmm. what is he gonna be upset about no. No, I mean nothing 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 and that's the thing when people the people hold that they want us to care they want them to care as much as we do but guess what that it's their job and they're making money and they get to go home and leave their job on the fucking field they get home and, and count count 20s yeah I mean they were they, that, 20s? In, in that kind of situation like the way they lost they were definitely all Right. Sad for a few days, mm-hmm. but yeah, but they're not still. There's nothing like a round the world vacation that won't fucking solve that. That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, bro. Let mm-hmm. me ask you something. I, Beth and I, my wife and I, were talking about this today. If you won, say, twenty million dollars, would you stop doing what you're doing? What 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 part of work that you're doing now would you be like? I'm not fucking doing that anymore. I'm this podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, by first the way, thing to go. Me too. First thing. <laughs> first thing. No, actually, it's one of my favorite. You have, by the way, just real quick. Speaking of podcasts, because I think that we mm-hmm. should. Uh, I believe I learned this on your podcast when I did it that you do your plugs up front. We do, yeah, yeah, we do. smart because people start tuning out at the end, and then and then we keep talking, but people have already turned it off because they're like, oh, they're just doing their plugs. Exactly. Oh, so we should do our plugs now. Yeah, and I and you should plug your podcast. We have it's a very great good. podcast. Very Ryan funny. Sick and I. Um, Sarah's been on it. Josh is elusive. He's our white whale. Um, it's I called mean, the Crab Feast Podcast. Is that a big dick? Big dick joke? No, not. <laughs> <laughs> big flake, big flake. Oh, big flake. It's called the uh, Crab Feast Podcast. comes out every Tuesday. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's on the All Things Comedy Network, and uh, it's basically conversational storytelling. It's a ton of fun. We have a lot yeah. of fun with it, and a great fan base. You should check it out if you uh, Sickler is, I mean, the two of you, I've known Sickler for a long time. Yeah. That dude has always, every time I watch him on stage, I'm like, I can't stop laughing at this oh one. Oh, my God. His delivery, his cadence is yeah. fucking great. Yeah. I had a lot of fun doing yeah. guys. Do you want to play? Oh, you were on the talk. Now, don't, 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 I, I T-vote it, so I don't want to, don't give away, but. How, well, give what, it away. I just plugged my book. What do you think I did? What do you think I, I mean, revealed something? You, but. but I, I had a lot of fun, actually. I will say I was a little, I was, I got nervous right before I went on because I don't, I'm not really like, I haven't done a ton of like daytime talk mm-hmm. shows. And, uh, but I was excited because I like all of those women that are on that show and um they were really fucking cool to me really yeah. awesome kelly osborne was like i love that like, chick. Oh, she was so amazing she's like your book is my life and like, and like i was just like well, i love by the way part. like I, she's so I love sweet. your english accent is that pretty your, good your english accent <laughs> that's pretty bad <laughs> pretty bad really well it's I, my I favorite because like... it's like it turns it's like such a bastardized version of like an actual well i feel anyway. like you learned yours from arthur Yes. Like, like for me, yeah, your, your English accent is always yeah, uh, uh, really. Well, that would make just one of us when it's on it. Yeah, that's where I learned that. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it was really, really great, and I got to tell. They actually, it was kind of nice because um, they actually read the book, the producers, and they, they, the, so the conversation I had when the producer called me was a really long conversation well, awesome. about my book about that yourself. She, yeah, well, yeah, no, but she read the up. like she read the book. So instead of like, I've gotten a lot of people who've clearly just read the back cover and the first question oh, yeah. tell us about how you lost your pants in iowa on new year's eve because i talk about how i went pantsless out to get cheese out of the green room after I mean, you went to so bed good. yeah so i <laughs> it's all in the book i mean but like that that's night all they was asked ridiculous yeah but you know it's like to me i go oh this was nice that they asked 
stories about yeah. like my mom. They asked me a story about uh, well, they asked me, asked me about John, obviously. So they had it like mixed up to where you could tell it's a well-rounded book about a lot of things where it didn't make yeah. me just feel like a bunch of stupid well shit. it's nice when you work with people that are professional yeah isn't it refreshing you're like oh man yeah these guys was, did their work it was cool and then so you know it was really fun and then what that's it my book comes out march 31st and, 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 and any appearances coming up yeah gotham the 27th through the 29th uh and then right then weekend after that i'll be at the addison improv for so those two weekends are my first two weekends of my book tour nice. and there's a whole bunch of them at sarahcolona.com i'm in boston Denver. this weekend you are oh that's right you excited yeah i'm so excited are there yeah. march 26th to 28th at laugh boston um, why didn't you schedule with, that around baseball season with jiffy um i missed it by a week baseball mm-hmm. season um but w- with jiffy and then my nice. i'm in new york the week after to the for the upfronts for my talk show and then my talk show now we have a definite we'll start uh june i guess 11th i think look at you huh yeah where's that gonna be it's gonna be on cmt a, li- a nightly talk show Look at you. Yeah. Gavin DeGraw play, is playing the opening oh, song. Like a doctor. <laughs> love Gavin DeGraw. <laughs> He's your favorite. I think his nickname is Shooter. Dude. Bing, 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 bing. That song he has, Rolling Up to Toledo. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Unbelievable. It's a really good one. It's a catchy tune. We were, uh, I just realized the audience has no idea what we're talking about, but Gavin DeGraw was co-hosting on the talk today, yeah. and so and and Jay asked if he was a country singer, and I said he does sounds sound like, like a country Yeah, singer. sounds like a country singer, but Shooter. he's not. He sounds like the guy. What's the guy from uh, Happy Gilmore? Yeah, Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Oh, Killer. P.S. I'll be at the San Francisco Punchline this weekend, uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Just, guys, I just, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you will. Not, not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're up there, if you're in the Bay Area, you know what I mean? Come across the bridge. Hey, uh, how long have you been out of Boston? I moved to L.A. in 2000. You know what? I moved to L.A. on February 3rd. No, February 1st of 2000. My birthday's February 3rd. It was also the Super Bowl, and I went out and bought a TV so I could watch the Super Bowl. Would you ever move back to <laughs> these? That's, That's not interesting. <laughs> no, no. Did you see me glaze over? Yeah, the I mean, I th- would you ever move back I to the bo- out to Boston? For a minute. I, I have five places I would I want to raise my kids. Okay. One is Massachusetts. Okay. One is upstate New York, preferably Rhinebeck. One is Santa Barbara, Ojai, and Berkeley. So you're going to buy five houses? No, I'd say one of these five oh. places, ideally I would love to settle, you know what I mean? It's interesting because they're all very different, but then I kind of see how they're all the same sort of... Yeah. Why, yeah. What part of Massachusetts? I would like to be on the North Shore, preferably. I'd like to have a farm. I'm looking minimum, minimum 14 acres. I'll go as high as 82 would be nice, but if you want to throw two, <laughs> over 200, I'm in. <laughs> but I'm going to have to probably go... I don't know if I get two hundred mass. Wait, so are you gonna? You want to be on a farm? Yeah. You want to like chickens and all that I, shit? I mean, I don't want to like make my living off it. I want to yeah. be the guy that just. I want to have land. You know what I mean? I just want to have land. Land's nice to have, but yeah, well, I don't. I don't know what I would do with it. I mean, I wouldn't mind having a waterfall. I'm just guys. I'm just <laughs> throwing it out. I'm just throwing it out. Do you know when I hear acres, all I think is. Oh, we could put a great wiffle ball field out there, dude. A fucking wiffle, like a mini green, a little mini Fenway Park. Isn't there a guy that? I mean, do we know who it is? It's that manager. It's the guy who managed uh, Rick. Rick. Uh, Rick Messina. Rick Messina. Oh yeah. He has a mini Fenway Park wiffle ball field in his backyard. Yeah. Oh really? Have you been there? Never been. I've never been there either. I haven't been, never been invited to that. Show. Had one mm-hmm. meeting with him. Did you? Oh, it was dicey. I can't I, remember if I did. I've ever. You're had still a new meeting. wave. Yeah. Now Barry Katz is there anywhere, right? What? Well, 
But New Wave is not That was Barry Katz's. Well, no, but yeah, I mean, they're sort of, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, sh- we'll talk about have that Have you later. ever, <laughs> did you ever meet with Barry? Uh, no. Never he, met I had him. one meeting with Barry when I was looking for a manager, and this was his meeting. He goes to me, um, uh, yeah, Josh, um, I wanted to meet with you because you're a comic, and I think you've got a chance to make it because you're like almost as good looking as Dane, but not really. And I was like, that was his opening line. I was like, wow. What, so your pitch to me is that you don't think I'm funny, you just think I'm almost as good looking as Dane? And he was Cook is who you're talking yeah, yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. P.S. This guy has put together huge, not huge, but put together TV shows, sold them, managed some really big. Yeah, people. huge. I mean, yeah. he had Dane and Jay forever. Yeah, right? but I love that was his feedback to you. Yeah, that was his. That was why he thought I could make it. You're almost Dane, and then you, when you say Jay, you mean Jay Moore. Moore. Yes, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm just our audience is completely lost because we're just talking about managers and well, the, out the three people. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, but that's that's it. a great. Isn't that a great pitch? You're almost as good looking as somebody who is very successful. <laughs> I mean, that's so you so so you were like, I'm in, sign me. I yeah. walked. I basically <laughs> was like, Barry, have you seen any of my stand up? No. You were like, what can I do? I could lose weight. Yeah. I mean, what can I, I mean, how can I be look? as good looking? Yeah, that's it. It's an interesting. Um, it's an interesting reason for somebody to want to sign you. You know, I just on my way in here, I just got a tweet. This reminded me of I just got a tweet from someone. <laughs> Who said that they saw, they were like, I saw Battle Creek last night. Was that you? It took me a minute to recognize you. You weren't, you look a lot better made up. Because oh, I wasn't made up fuck? on the show. Son of a... Because I played it. A... You're right. I... <laughs> True. Hey. Who doesn't, I guess, hey. look better made up? Who fucking doesn't? Exactly. But yeah. who tweets that? But that was weird. But, and I think they were in a weird, like, I, if that person They mean it as a compliment. I they just don't it. know how to say yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a weird backwards, because I was like, that's. I don't think that's a, I, a compliment, but I was playing a church bookkeeper who just lost. I don't know. I was like, okay, I don't know. Were you? But I heard you cried in the episode. Did you cry? Mm-hmm. So can you cry? Could you cry right now if we if we did a scene? Uh, I actually cried on my way in here. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because you had that to come tweet. Again? At that Because <laughs> you were uh, like, I gotta do this fucking <laughs> podcast again. <laughs> Where's that twenty mil? Yeah. <laughs> I want out. <laughs> Uh, um, no, I can't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, but I can. You I can, can cry, cry on, for. Are you consider yourself a decent actor? No, I'm not either. I, I I just did a movie and I was it was premiered at South by Southwest and I went to the premiere and it had like a lot of really talented actors in it and I held my own. I definitely held my own. But what's the name of the movie? It's called The Invitation. And who else is in the movie with you? Uh, John Carroll Lynch. Who's in the original Fargo? Mm-hmm. Logan Marshall Green. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, a people with three names. So you only yeah, have two. It's it. Only that's three names. Three names and you? Mikhail Hausman, who's on Sound, Game of Thrones. Sounds like three names. Um and some other very talented. That's people. awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Can we see it? Yeah, I hope so. We'll see what happens. The director what was your Karen role? Kusama directed Girl Fight. Kind of kind of Yeah. <clears throat> no, I kind know. of a big movie. Yeah, yeah no, we're not. Uh, she wants staring at you to finish. It, just yeah. <laughs> Double Dutch, double Dutch. <laughs> um, wait, so, so, so it I, was it was just a ten person cast. It was like eleven, ten or eleven of us. It all took place in uh, one night, and we shot it over the course of a month in Laurel Canyon. It was, it's a thriller. And I how did killed. how did she find you? They had someone fall out, and they reached out to like agencies, and my agency was like on it immediately. And she just I didn't even audition. I just went and had a one on one meeting with her, and she's like, "I like you. I think you can do this." And I was like. It's the only way I'm booking this. <laughs> That's awesome. And I ended up, <laughs> I hate auditions. I, uh, hate I do it. too. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. You know what I've realized? First of all, 2015 is my farewell tour. 
I won't be doing stand up after 2015. That's not true. I know, but I keep saying it. I want it to come Why? true. Because you want people to sell tickets. No, it's because no, I want it to come true. He's gonna have his 2015 <clears throat> farewell tour on a on 200 acres of land. 200 acres. Yeah. But, but so, okay. In Ojai. In your in dream of dreams, in fucking the perfect world. Mm-hmm. End of 2015, no more stand-up because why? Because you have what Because job? I have a TV show that I created in writing and executive producing and making. And then in, in 2016, another one. And then buy a general store, country store, run my shows for five years, have the general store, and then, you know. A general store? Doesn't yeah. Steve Carell own a general? Yeah, he, he runs does general stores. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. It was going out of business in Massachusetts. It was like this old little general store, and he's like, "Nope, bought it, and his sister runs it." I would buy a Cumberland Farms. Cumbies. Cumbies. Grab me a case, bro. <laughs> Cumberland Farms is that that shoe? Co- oh, that's Timberland. What? It's Cumber- Cumber- Timberland Farms. Oh, Timberland Farms is an amazing <laughs> place. <laughs> And Timberlake Farms. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Justin Timberlake. Do you know? Um, so last week we shot a little. Pro- and Sarah was nice enough to come on and shoot and be part of a promo for my um, talk show. Mm-hmm. But we had uh, Lance didn't get paid for it. No, nothing. Uh, neither did I. Uh, but Lance Bass came on and and um, tried to teach me the dance moves to um, Bye Bye Bye. Mm-hmm. I found I discovered I have zero rhythm. Really? Zero You seem like you were the guy that like started a dance troupe in high school. I was a break dancer. I was in the Jamhurst Breakers. The what? With a who? I never told you this. I was in the Jamhurst Breakers because I was in Amherst, Mass. So we were the Jamhurst Breakers. Great town, Amherst, Mass. Yeah. I fly like a dove. I come from up above. I'm rocking on the mic, and now they call me J-Love. That was me. That was not That was what you said? Get the fuck out of here right now. That was me. I was a pop. I I pop and locked. You have a serious history of odd choices. I'm not the smartest guy. Nobody's ever claimed that I was the smartest guy. No, but you always have some. There's always some sort of like dancing or singing that comes up that you never seem to mention before. Can I tell you? I never told you I was Jay Love in the Jamhurst Breakers. Can I tell you how white Amherst, Massachusetts is? Amherst, Massachusetts is so white that he would be considered like ethnic. I, I was Jewish. So you I was, were. I was in the when mi- did you convert? I, I when I in second grade. <laughs> I thought I was like they're missing school. I'm in. No, I uh, I for sure I was in the Jamhurst. I had my parachute pants. Mm. Fuck yeah, dude. I had parachute pants. Did you? Did you have the zipper down the side? The zipper pockets. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Pleather. I was J Love. I had a um. A um, sleeveless shirt where J Love was oh airbrush painted on it. it was it was Who a did light... it? Oh, what do you mean? Who Only the it? best airbrush painter in Western Mass. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I would, him? Oh, that I would guy. come out with my hat sideways and my sleeveless J Love shirt, and I would do some popping and locking, everybody. With how many people? Uh, I mean, listen, guys. I think there was probably six of us. Maybe we had one show that last. It was at a picnic mm. and it, it got interrupted. At a picnic. It was, <laughs> it was at a picnic. Try the potatoes out. Yeah. You want to know why the show got interrupted? It's... Swarm of bees. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like baseball. <laughs> yeah, they, they came and they broke up. Then we were like, we got to go. That's unbelievable. I don't yeah. know if you had one show, if that really means you had a group, or if you guys all just got together one time, tried to dance, and then it didn't go well. Well, listen, we practiced in my basement, yep. and there were black guys in the group, so we were mm-hmm. legit. You know, we had, um, I was at a bachelorette party this weekend. I saw that. Where? And, uh, in at Palm Springs. We rented nice. a house. There was 12 girls. It ended up as 10 girls. A couple of people fall off along the way. Wait, was it yours? No. Okay. It was my friend, one of my friends. And... um. 
we uh because she wanted a male stripper because it's a joke right like no and i had to sort of explain like it's a joke when you have a male stripper mm-hmm. there's nobody's like getting sexually aroused by a male stripper because they're disgusting well i i beg to differ I've seen uh, male strippers. <laughs> i was very aroused <laughs> and i'm just you know i mean listen one man's opinion hey that's but, just i'm just one man and you know <laughs> they're like <laughs> Booking it was the dirtiest thing I've ever felt in my oh. life because I call and I'm like, I don't want to do it. I was asking two of my friends to help me because I was like, you've done this before. I've never booked. They were like, just go on a fucking website. It's a million of them. And I was like, but what if the Craigslist killer shows up? And they're like, don't do it on Craigslist. You know, so I go to a professional. Yeah, I got a professional website. Literally, the guy's like, yeah, what kind of guy do you want? And I was like, black, black. <laughs> uh, he, shows, he shows up. He's not. He's Latino. Okay. That's Black Fine. and Palm Springs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. it's Black and Palm Springs. But yeah. here's what gets really good. Was he in character? Well, no, he they asked if he wanted a if I wanted a uniform, if she wanted a uniform, whatever. I was like, just whatever he wears. I don't give a shit. Like nobody cares what he's wearing. That's this I is... mean, I would if I was a stripper, male stripper, I would not only come in character, I would I would take it to the max. Let me tell you something. I come in as a plumber and I'm like, I'm gonna fix it. And I would literally start fixing and like working and doing stuff and like wouldn't even get into it. Like I'd tease. I'd slow play the shit out. <laughs> Not only that, you know what I would do? At my house before I went, I would have written a whole backstory for my character. Oh yeah. He's a plumber now, but he was he wanted to be a professional he baseball used to be, player. He used to be J Love. He got in, <laughs> yeah, he made double exactly. A in baseball, but he tore up his knee, so now he's a plumber. No, this yeah, I guy would do a whole fucking backstory. Well, I handed this guy a jacket. They're ten they're actually it ended up to be a backstory. I handed this guy this jacket because it was a jacket that was at another friend's bachelorette party. A stripper had left it there, right? So they thought it'd be funny. Apparently, it's made rounds. I wasn't at any of these bachelorette parties, only this okay. one. So I hand him this jacket. I just go, can you put this on? Like, I'm, it all feels terrible, right? And he's like, oh, and it's kind of camo. And he's like, oh, if I would have known this, I could have worn my army outfit. And I'm like, I don't, fuck, just stop talking, just whatever, right? Like, so then I go, like, he goes, I'm not at all. I'm oh, like, right? poor guy's because, trying to, well, I went to shake his hand, which was weird because I was like waiting for him outside because it was like kind of a surprise, you know? So mm-hmm. I like had to, I, since I had like paid for it, I would have arranged it. I was like waiting for him outside. And when he walks up, I go, oh, hi, Sarah. I go to shake his hand. He goes, oh, sorry, I just put on oil or something. And he shakes my hand and it's like, and I was just like, what am I, why am I shaking his hand in the first place? Why am I fucking, it's a oh, professional hey. trip. What do you think? Well, he you was would, Jane off and the well, ride over? I don't know, it's just gross. You, Why you does don't he think have... you can swear on this podcast? I like saying Jay enough. I think it's I like better. that, Thanks. actually. I support that. Because your that. name's Jay. Jay oh. Love, please. <laughs> <laughs> but he has like oily hand, right? And I'm like, why am I shaking his hand? Like this whole thing is just gross. And anyway, so he like walks through to go get ready or whatever he's doing. And one of the other girls goes, um... That's the fucking stripper from the other girl's bachelorette party. That's his own jacket. Shut up. And I was like, that's not possible. And I said, I said, and I, she goes, uh, I said, are you sure? I was, and I was like, there's just no way. Anyway, and then another girl comes around the corner. And she's like, yeah, that's fucking him. Same guy. Still has no, he has no idea. He's putting on his own jacket. And oh apparently they also ordered a black stripper. And he's the same one that showed up. <laughs> How do you know he's not black? Maybe he's half black. Well, whatever. He didn't see it. He looked Latino. How was his dick? Ew, I don't, they don't get their dick out. For uh, you're telling me he wasn't in a bikini small enough where you could see his dick. I didn't look at it. That's like, a I lie. truly couldn't. He came around the corner with a, like a, a plastic machine gun, which I thought was an odd choice uh, just to begin plastic with in a room machine? full of women. No real machine gun. Yeah. Did it shoot anything? And then I just went in the other room and I was like, just let me know when this is over. Nobody looked at his dick? <laughs> no, no, it's in a thing or whatever. You can't, if you can't see his dick in that thing, you, you get the wrong stripper. 
Did mm-hmm. he, don't you think? I don't yeah, know. I just assume it's all like packed stuffed or something. Can I tell you I the, really the worst thing I've ever seen at, a, at my buddy's bachelor party? We threw it at my house. This was years ago. So it was two girls, and they were putting lollipops in each other's vaginas. What? Wait. And then she took safe. the lollipop out of her vagina and put it in the bachelor's mouth, mm-hmm. right? And so that was their bit. Wait. Like, what guy is like, I, yeah, this is what I'm getting into yeah, tonight. Yeah, that was their, like, so as they leave, he's it was one of those blow pops that had gum in it. And he's chewing it up and chewing on the gum. So they walk out, and none of us stopped him. When, he put, when she put it in his mouth, we were all like, it was a collective. Oh. Uh, yeah. So he was like, that was great. I go, hey, man, just out of curiosity, why did you put that? lollipop in your mouth he goes hot right i go no <laughs> fucking gross hot, so right? gross. and he goes why is it gross i go who he was like it's not like i went down on her he goes yeah it actually kind of is it's 100 <laughs> percent. Like yeah it's kind of like you have her vagina in your mouth right, right now. now yeah and I he was know. like you think and then he said you think they can transmit an std uh, <laughs> on a fruit pop and i go I think so, yeah. <laughs> One, fruit pop. not a fruit pop. No. What's a, Two, yeah. he called like it a fruit an icy. pop. Yeah. Wait, he turned into a 12-year-old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a dum-dum? I mean, <laughs> this little... Can you imagine if, like, a... No. Can you imagine if it, like... Oh. Oh. Well, you know I stripped a couple times in college. Yeah. Yeah, that was not great. It wasn't great. I mean, do you know what? See, I know this is probably a joke, but there's a part of me that believes, yeah, I could see that maybe a, he did. No, he did. He's Low self-esteem. That, yeah. from, yep. not from Barry Katz telling me he wasn't yep, good yep, looking. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Where'd you go to college? I went to college in San Antonio. I stripped a couple times. It was, uh, there was a guy down there that I was on campus. He was a stripper and he made money. And so I was like, well, let's, how do you make money? And he told me, and then I went, I got bird. First of all, I got bird legs. So uh-huh. they're not great. Um, but so I thought I'd try it. It was terrible. It was terrible. I just, it, it was like, I couldn't take it seriously. Those guys take themselves very seriously. They have to. Oh, yeah. so serious. I saw yeah. Magic Mike. I know what's up. Yeah. Are you going to go see Magic Mike too? Yeah. I mean, Electro Boogaloo, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see that the shit out? out of it. Hopefully soon. I still haven't seen Run All Night. What the fuck? What's that? Liam Neeson. I don't even know Liam that Neeson's? Liam Neeson. I haven't seen it. Neeson sounds like a candy. Like I my love Liam Neeson. Wait Neeson's. a minute, you don't know that sketch from Key and Peele? No. You don't know mm-hmm. that sketch with, when they both play valets and they're always talking about Liam Neeson's? And like, oh, but Liam Neeson's though? You haven't seen this? <laughs> no. Oh my God, you guys have got to watch it. Wait, how have I not seen they're that? They're just like, they always talk about like, but Liam Neeson's though? Talking about taking his daughter? Come on now. And then like, one will walk away and come back like, but Will Smith's though? And they put an S on every dude. Oh, that's it, funny. It's Liam Neeson's. Uh, Liam Neeson is. I have a fantasy that he'll officiate my wedding. Do you think I can make that happen? I'm polling people. Um, if like, he's a football fan, maybe. I like the term polling people. I'm polling. I'm polling. You're people. the th- third person I've asked. I mean, he seems like. Have you ever seen that sketch he did with Ricky Gervais when they when he came in and said he wanted to get advice about comedy? Yes. Yeah. So he, he's definitely got a sense of humor. I think he's got a sense of humor, but I don't even want it to be fun. I mean, if, what if it's just us, just me and my husband then no. and Liam? I think Neeson. he's gonna want an audience. Oh. Well, listen, I already had, I told you I I I officiated my sister in law's wedding. I'm happy to do yours. So you don't think Liam Neeson no, would do I don't it? No, I just... mean we can look into it. <laughs> I mean I think this is a very generous <laughs> offer, one that I would refuse. Um, <laughs> I've officiated two weddings. You have? Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Jay officiate or me? Liam Neeson's. 
<laughs> what was your officiating style? What, what was your... Well, one, my friends had already got married. You ready for this? My buddy tells me two years after they got married. He goes, so uh, he was engaged, okay? He's engaged. And I'm at his house one day and we're hanging out. We're best friends. And he goes, so uh, just want to let you know, me and Marnie are already married. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, we got married like two years ago because, you know, like her status in the country and stuff. And I go, really? And he goes, yeah. I go, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> goes, what do you mean? I go, you're an idiot. And he goes, what do you mean? I go, because you're locked in now. Yeah. You can't get out of it. Yeah. It's it. And he goes, well, what's the difference between us getting married? I'm like, because you, she, what do you, what do you, if you want a divorce, you think you can divorce her now? You can't. No. You're a fucking idiot. And he goes, are you mad? I'm like, I'm not mad. I think you're the dumbest person I know. Are they still married? Oh, yeah. And I officiated the wedding, and it was just legitimately like a roast. I roasted the two of them and crushed. There were times, like, I'd make a joke, and I'd just lean down, and, like, all the groomsmen would be looking back at me, like, ah, I got applause breaks. Wait, you <laughs> roasted them at their wedding? Oh, yeah. How many people at the wedding? <sighs> 120 maybe did you have a mic oh yeah that fully is mic'd. amazing you fully made it about you i love it like, i had a stage i didn't funny. even have them on the stage no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> they're just off to the sides i always put some humor in and then my other friend i put humor in there as well i mean i yeah. made it sentimental and everything but i definitely made it humorous if you were gonna marry sarah and john mm -hmm. what would what would be your way what would i wouldn't do it why not? Because I think you should have someone personal. If you're going to yes, have someone, you someone know, well. marry you, you yeah. should have someone that knows you and someone that you, the whole point of stepping outside of the box and getting someone to marry you that you know is someone that you, you know, that is, you care about, you know? Or Liam Neeson. Or Liam Neeson's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting right here. Again. Uh, Who married you? Um, you know what? We had a priest and a rabbi because my, I'm Jewish and she's. Catholic. Wow, you stepped out and your parents didn't care? Well, the crazy thing is, here's how we found my rabbi, right? We were like, where are we going to find a rabbi? Because the t it, was bef it was before sundown on Saturday. So you can't find, you know, they're supposed to not be working because, you know, the sh mm -hmm. Sabbath. And Shabbat Shalom. Yep, yep. So what? this is how I found, I this is how I found a rabbi. Um, the, uh, we were looking for a guy who would be, who would, wouldn't mind. We being, were looking for a stripper. Right. Yes. Okay. Got it. We, we were Black looking guy. for, working for a guy who, who would marry a Jew and a Catholic and was a little, you know, more, a little lenient. So I met. Oh, cause I, they won't do it if it's only, if you're not marrying another Jewish. A rabbi probably shouldn't. Right. Oh. So. Well, that doesn't seem very accepting. It's not advanced. It's yeah. Not advanced, yeah. Okay. Jew, Jewish. In the Jewish population, so many people have tried to kill them off over the years. They're like, "Listen, you got to marry another, so we can only produce Jews." Yeah, that but I, I would say, but look, if you're if you're serious about your religion, any religion, they're they're going to want you to marry somebody in your religion. This guy I met at a Christmas party, and he was eating a plate of ham. That's your guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's your guy. I walked up to you're him. Like, oh, he's he's going to do it. He'll do I, it. I said, "Are you Rabbi Brian?" And he goes, "Yeah." I go, "Are you eating ham?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I go, why? He goes, it's delicious. You've never had ham? And I was like, no, I've had ham, but I'm not a <laughs> rabbi. And then I met him at the night after. They were like, you should go out with Rabbi Brian, and we'll meet him out. We were at the Brass Monkey, which is a karaoke bar, and he was dirty dancing at the, at, the, at the Brass Monkey with his Catholic wife. And I was like, well, then this guy can this marry. This is the guy. He doesn't need. give a fuck. And he opened the wedding with, because we got married in New Orleans, with Shalom, y'all. And I was like, all right, this That's guy. That's our guy. <laughs> the wedding I did was yeah. in New Orleans. It was? Yeah. Now, when you did, they pay you? No, they fly you in. No, no, oh, your friend. These are my friends. Yeah. They're not flying. You didn't fly you in. No, did your friend they're, pay you? My sister-in-law. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's weird. I love that you think they're gonna. What are you out of your mind? You think she's gonna pay How Liam much? Neeson's? 
<laughs> she better pay Liam Neeson. Imagine that Liam was like, all right, you know what my quote is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much? And I'm um, booked up until July of 2017. <laughs> yeah, so seriously. try not to. So. Like, he, it turns out he, it's all he does is yeah. a ton of weddings. Oh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Have you guys, did you guys, well, you, I'm sure you're online a lot during the day. Have you seen all of the Ted Cruz talk today? Because he announces... I saw. I truly haven't seen much of it today because I haven't been online at all much today. Right. Except for to, to, to tweet about he, being yeah, here. Yeah, the talk. Mm-hmm. Did you read any? No. I was in Arizona for the last three days at Camelback Inn with my in-laws enjoying the sun and only checking online for NCAA scores. Were you doing spring training? No, we just went with my little... I have a son, you know, I have a one-year-old. Yes. And so we went to just see my in-laws go out there for like two weeks every year. They're retired, so they, they my father-in-law loves this place. And we go and we just stay with them for like a weekend every year. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and Arizona is a nice. Like this is a good. time We usually to go to a there. spring training game. Every yeah, year you we do. Go. Yeah, every time we go there, they're big sports fans. But we didn't go this year because we had the little guy and we just chilled. Is your wife a Red Sox fan? She grew up. She was born in the Bronx. You know Oof. what I mean? And her mm. folks are both from the Bronx. They're both Yankee fans, like uh, hardcore. But Kate. She knows what's up. Does she? She, <laughs> she knows what's going on. I don't push the Red Sox. She'll take Celtics. My father-in-law's a Celtics fan. Right. But she takes Patriots, Bruins, and then like when it comes to Red Sox Yankees, she'll she just won't get involved. She I mean, she'll bat for the Sox, but I mean she's a Mattingly fan growing up, as was I, PS. Yeah, but, well have so. you been out to Dodger Stadium and told Donnie Baseball that you're a big Mattingly fan? Um, no, but it was last year in spring training or two years ago when we were out in Arizona, we sat first row behind the dugout and Don Mattingly was right there and we got picks and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. John went to spring training while I was at the bachelorette party. And so, which at first I was not jealous. I mean, obviously, it was having so much fun. We were in Palm Springs where, you know, I put on a full dance routine by myself. You did? Oh, totally. Do you have video? No, I, someone probably does. Yeah, we'll post it. Yeah. yeah, no, uh, yeah, I do that whole. I do the Thriller dance, and then I do the. You whole, know the moves to Thriller and Papa Don't Preach. Wait, you know the? Do you know Papa all- Don't Preach is the one I know all the moves to. Thriller, I know most of the moves. You do really? No, all, will you teach them to me? No. No one can teach you. If Lance Bass can get through, you think Cologne I mean, is going to be able to? Yeah. Uh, but I think- I, I bet got, he's more patient, Lance Bass, I than think I, I get a, I think I get a better shot at Thriller than I do at Bye Bye Bye. And they apparently, I actually- There's a lot of, there, yeah, there's a lot of, there's more popping and all locking. All you need is this for Thriller. Yeah. <laughs> that's my thing. Dude, you it looks amazing by the Dude, pool. Dude, I got, trust me, I got rhythm. You Can you pop and lock? I don't pop and lock, but I definitely can dance. Do you want to be part of the Jamhurst Breakers? I'm I'm straight on that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll I'll reconsider. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, we'll throw down some cardboard later, and we'll see what happens. We'll take it over to Smith and see how it goes, and then maybe we'll do like this whole Amherst tour. <laughs> My sister went to Smith. Did she? Yeah. Smith is is a, listen. Smith is a all girls college, and there's a lot of lesbians that go to Smith. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in high school, we used to go to Smith. Or parties. girls who aren't lesbians, but they dabbled in it. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean, sis? <laughs> <laughs> we used to go to Smith parties, and we had no idea. And I'd be like, I'm not getting any action from these Smith girls. And my brother was like, you know why, right? I'm like, no. He was like, they they date girls. And I was like, no way. And then we went back even more. Mm-hmm. Because in high school, that's the hottest thing that's ever happened. And then fortune just blew my brain. Do you know that lesbians don't scissor? Of course mean? they don't scissor. That's they, not a Did you real know thing. they don't? I, but I, I don't th- know what they do. I don't. You know I've why? Been it's masturbating never to, each I've been pers- masturbating to that for years. She blew it for me. 
They don't scissor. Why would you but ever you can still masturbate to like it? Like, what kind of action? Like, what would be the point of of bumping your vagina up against? I don't know. Someone? I don't have one. It like, just it doesn't even like... make any sense. No, they don't do that. You really thought they did that? I was hoping. You're a grown man. I am now. I'm completely. No, of I... course they don't. Because what would you get out of that? Like, that I don't know. Like it not... just seems like it fits. It's, it's just like grinding, you know. I'm a huge grinder, or was. <laughs> but you could grind on Over... another girl and like feel. But this, like this, what are you gonna feel? I don't know, but maybe, maybe you're, you're... sure there's an angle there yeah, somewhere. Don't, can't you? Can't the clitoris right, touch? Maybe they can try it. It's clitoris. Is that the plural? I think it's plural. Clitoris. Sounds so dirty when you say clit. You can't say clitoris. I'm gonna loop Judaism and Smith College together. Out in L.A., my buddy's sister went to Smith. Okay, yeah. and he told me that she dabbled a little bit with the ladies. Mm-hmm. At the time, she's married to a rabbi, okay? So you couldn't even touch her. You can't shake her hand, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I would tell everyone, I'm like, yeah, when I went to meet her, I went to shake her hand, and she wouldn't shake my hand. And I reached over, and I grabbed it. Let me see your hand. And I grabbed it, and I go, I know what you fucking did at Smith. <laughs> no, you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but that was the story for years with all of our friends. Like, I love it. Yeah, I know what that she did. I wish fantastic. that was a real story. Uh, we've forgotten this entire time. To tell people. 323-282-7424. 323-282-7424 if you want to call in and talk to Jay or Sarah or I or if you have any questions. Me, it'd be me. It's got to be, of course, be you. No, I mean Sarah, Jay, or me. You said Sarah, Jay, or I. Yeah, it's me. Just, I mean, we're you know we're. Can we talk about that for a minute? Wait, wait, it's wait, super wait, wait, wait. So many people do so it on me, social media, and I'm like, me, just think about it. Just like when I say today, like you can oh, watch yeah, you Josh, to Josh, and me. You know, that's correct. Yeah. And then people, cr- don't you mean and I, aren't you an yeah, author? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, no, aren't you sound you like, <laughs> you're an author. Fucking no, it's and me, like, the and I is not always correct, and then people try to use it to sound smarter, and then they're wrong. So you, everyone, listen up. Because you wouldn't... And me is often correct, because you say it's with me, so you can't, you don't say with I, yeah. Right, because you wouldn't you, say listen to I, you if would you say just, listen to me. Well, listen the me. trick is, the little dirty quick trip, mm-hmm. tick, t- trick. <laughs> Quick Spit, trick. I don't know what's happening. Spit the dick out of your <laughs> mouth and say something. The trick <laughs> is to take out uh, the rest of the sentence, like the other person. Mm-hmm. And so if you would say, he went with me, right? you wouldn't say with I. Did you, is grammar, or like, are you really good with grammar and spelling? I'm pretty good with it. I mean, yeah, I did. I mean, English was always my best subject in school, and I'm pretty good with it. I was always a good speller. I mean, I'm not I'm a fucking genius, right. but. I know things like that. And you, so when people correct me, it makes me real mad. How's that for grammar? Uh, real mad. Oh, oh, real mad. Do it like, oh, 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 real mad. Oh, real mad. But I love, I think the sentence that gave it away for me was when you said, I'm not a real fucking genius. <laughs> Pretty much sold it for me. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I think it's I'm not a fucking genius. Yeah. Do you feel like people, like, uh, when you, like, you are a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. That is like, do you do you feel like the when you walk in, people are like New York Times author best because this happens to me all the time. New York Times best selling author Josh Wolf, and they look at me, they're like, the first question is, you wrote a book? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why does that? Why is well, it so no. hard? Well, usually you're announced like that on like a show that yeah. people are familiar. You know, stand up or whatever you're doing, or if you're doing a show as a comedian. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I don't really get that. Maybe people are just stunned that I can write. 
or read. I mean, I just think the idea. I mean, writing a writing a book is a huge ordeal, like an, a big onto. I mean, at least I would think I've never written one. Yeah, I've written is. screenplays and I've written also pilots. A, a huge, but not even compared to a book. You know what I mean? I disagree. I've also done both, and I would tell you this: the book for me, this was my experience, because it's personal. I know how the stories go from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. So that's the easy part. And yes, we have to put, throw in some punchlines and stuff like that. But the story itself is already in my brain. So uh, that is something I don't have to look. Sometimes I deviate a little bit. Obviously, you write a story. It's for a book. You might change one or two things to make it funnier. Mm-hmm. But the actual beginning and middle and end, I know that chapter because I wrote that book. I, I lived that. And as I'm writing it, if I want to take a right turn here or left turn here, I can do that. But I have the outline in my head. With the script, with the screenplay, I found way harder. Way, 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 way hard. Interesting. I mean, I think I think they're both just incredibly uh, difficult. Because a screenplay is very hard because it is, I guess, you're trying because you're trying to come up with a story. Like yeah. you're saying, if you're writing about your personal life, maybe you do know the story, but it's still, it's a lot. It is. A, it, it's a lot, lot, lot. It's, it's. I feel like you said that you only took like three months to write yours, though, yes. or something. Yeah. yeah. I heard that's what the review said too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, three two three two eight two seven four two four. That was uh, that. I will tell you. That I, I mean, writing yoga in three months is pretty insane. Like, I mine both of mine, and, and and this one, I knew what I was doing. This one still took me nine months. I put my head in the sand and just literally, I would go. This is how many words I need to write a day. Oof. And I did that, and I basically was like, this is how many words I need to write a day, regardless. And so I sat and just wrote. Listen back again to the uh, grammar. I'm pretty sure it's irregardless. Three two three <laughs> two eight two. Is it? It's not no, seven that's four. A, that's, two. A, that's, a that's a Ryan Sickler joke, actually. That's Freddie Soda. One of his characters would be like, I, mean, I think what you meant to say was irregardless. Irregardless. <laughs> that's a Ryan Sickler. What was the one that? Um, do you know Chris Frangella? Uh, I, I mean, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah but he, I don't know him well. He had one where he told me one day that he was like. I am devastated at whatever age it was, like 35 or something, to find out that it's all intents and purposes. Yeah. Not all intensive purposes. <laughs> he thought it was nice. all intensive purposes that whole time. And I was like, what did you think that even meant? And yeah. he was like, I don't know, but I, I fucking know. said it because other people said <laughs> it, you know? So I, I made someone cry in Buffalo this weekend in the audience. In Buffalo? Was that stand up live? Uh, helium. Helium. She was in the front row and having a good time, all show. Would Jiffy and I sing a song called Children Are Assholes? And I gave her a koozie that said Children Are Assholes. Fun. You want to take a phone call since we haven't taken one? Yeah, we'll take one. And then I made her cry. You're on with Jay and Sarah and, and me. Yeah? Hey. Hello? Who, what's your name? Where are you Hi. calling from? This is Connor from Bellingham, Washington. Oh, oh hello, Connor. Connor. Long-time listener. Uh, first-time caller. Oh. Nice. What's happening? Not a whole lot. I was listening to you guys talking about writing and all of that, and I was just kind of curious. If you were to write a screenplay, would you like what kind of movie would you want to do? Hmm. Mm. Oh, I I have written one, but I'm writing one right now. And you know what? It's more the one I'm writing right now is more because I'm writing because I haven't written a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's I, it's just something that it's a format that I want to learn and get back into. So it's, I'm not 
I don't really care so much about the story. I'm just getting back into just that's what get that, my chops. That's up. how you should start the pitch meeting when you go to sell this thing. Well, yeah, I'll be honest, guys. I don't care much about the story. <laughs> I don't really. It's just whatever. I'm just writing to fucking flex the muscle, you know. Um, um, I would like to write a medical thriller. If you're talking about like a fantasy thing, really? that I would love to do. Oh, that'd be so fucking fun. Like that would be awesome. I have no. Uh, talent to do so. I don't know anything about medical. Give me an example of thrillers. medical thriller. Well, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, like there's like a, it's even a genre. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I make it up. I made it up. Like crying game? Uh, no, like a yeah, no, it kind of is a genre that I, but I don't think it's a real. Yeah, I think I've made it up in mm-hmm. a way. But there are a series of books that I read by this woman, Tess Gerritsen, and it's like my guilty pleasure read. But they're also really fucking good. And one of them was like, a, it was called The Surgeon, and he was a serial killer, but he also used to be a doctor, so he did these like medical. Cool. things to people when he killed them and I and I hate thrillers and I'm, I mean I hate like gore and I'm mm-hmm. scared of it but for whatever reason I really enjoy reading those and then like being terrified and so I would like to write a like I'm talking about a fantasy not like a reality yeah. of something I'm going to write like, I, would, I think he's like asking that I would write a um, coming of age road trip story Oh, that's killer! Yeah, no, why did I mean you could do that in two seconds? Yeah, no, I'm just gonna pump that out. What about you? I uh, well, right now I've been working in TV scripts for the last like three years, so I'm doing comedies mainly. But I moved here because I wanted to write this trilogy, and I wrote the first one, and they're all dramas. But one's a regular, one's claymation, and the other one's a supernatural, like uh, you know, post-apocalyptic kind of thing. Claymation? Oh, yeah, that's cool. claymation. I wanted to have different directors. I wanted uh, Burton to do the claymation one. I, Mike I, Burton? I had, yeah, Mikey Burton, great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I used to work with a guy, Mike Burton. He was Australian. Mike Burton uh, is a comic in town. Oh. Uh, yeah. Connor, do you want to write? I I have written, when I was young, I wrote sort of like a, a supernatural thriller sort of thing, but Med- I don't know. I always thought it was... It takes a lot of talent, I feel like. So, props to you guys. Hey, Lots don't discourage yourself. We don't have any talent, to be honest with you. Zero. Just perseverance. <laughs> yeah. I, I say that all the time. And, Connor, thank you for calling. Thank you, Connor. Yeah, thank you so much. I right, really see. do believe that part of success in this town is just hanging on. Don't you know the Harrison Ford story? No. You don't know that? No, the one this where is... he just re- re- crashed a plane? <laughs> I was supposed to golf there that day. Were you really? Yeah. And he ruined it? I know. No, I just, I called my buddy. I'm like, you want to golf today? And he's like, nah, I can't. I'm like, all right. So I went to lunch with Sickler instead at Santa Monica Airport. And we saw the helicopters all day. We're like, what the hell's going on over there? And then like, oh, Harrison Ford tried to lay up on seven. Uh, <laughs> it's golf lingo. Uh, no, uh, and his well, Snoopy plane. That thing what was the fuck? sick, man. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, um, both he's old and the plane's old. I just feel like it was all like a bad idea yeah. to be like, let me, let's go. But how baller are you when you when you cruise around in World War II planes? <laughs> I know it's for pretty, kicks with your how, earring in. He has an earring. Oh. And how baller are you when you crash and you're like, and you're 74 and you just walk out? You walk out. Yeah. What the fuck? That's um, true. What were we, what were, what were we talking about? Um, Harrison Ford story. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ford. <laughs> Supposedly, what I heard was Vin Diesel was on a set with Harrison Ford, and he was in like the lunch line with him. He goes, "Hey, man, can I can I ask you like how you got to where you're at?" Like Vin Diesel was like really green, and he's like, "Come sit with me." And he was like, "I moved here with six other guys. After two years, there was five of us. After four years, there was three of us. After five years, there was two of us. And after ten years, there was me. That's how I made it." And he's basically saying like, if you stick to it. Eventually, it's true. You will make it. You know what I mean. Eventually, if you keep working hard 
If you keep working, I mean, we all know people in this business that are still doing it that don't have talent and they're finding a way to make it work. You'll find your niche. You'll find. I mean, and I've been Connor, here for like if, 15, 16 years. I've been here for 15 two years too. <laughs> but Connor, if he really thinks he wants to write yeah, something, you should yeah. just write it and don't don't let your own go read the War of Art is what you should do. I would also say a, a friend of mine who's a successful screenwriter told me, I go, what's the secret? He goes, your first your first 10 scripts are going to suck, so start writing. Yeah, you have to write, 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 yeah, write. He, have you read The War of Art? No. No. Obviously, you don't need to, but Connor, you should read The War of Art if you're having trouble trying to write something. It's I an might amazing need to read it. book. I'm trying to come up with just a blog for Allure.com, and I can't figure <laughs> that out, and I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, you are on with... Josh Jay, and Sarah, Sarah and, Jay. and me. Turn Hello. your hi. What's up, guys? Who who is this? Shalena. It's Shalena. I was going to say Shalena. All right, turn your computer down. I I don't have anything on, hun. Oh, okay. So that echo was just in my brain. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in my stupid Android. Oh, oh. what's oh. up, girl? What's happening? Nothing. I, I just called Sarah. I seen you on TV all day, and last night you did great. Thank you. I appreciate that. I just want to. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan, so I'm going to watch. So yeah, I just really supportive. called to 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 tell you you did a great job. Jay, I love you. I just watched a whole marathon last night. Awesome. Can't get enough of you. I love it. Thank you for watching. Hey, no problem. You and Sean cracked me up, man. Um, <laughs> awesome, thank you. Is there anything nice you want to say about me? No. Um, you know, I always like <laughs> take, to take, laugh, a take a minute. Take a minute to think about it. Take your time. Take your time. Go ahead. Take your time. Go ahead. Wait, you know, no rush. No rush. Jelena, did you hear the part where Josh says that um, that uh, he just found out that lesbians don't scissor? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you, Josh. I'm sorry that you just now found that out, but that's definitely not a truth. Does it? It never happens. <laughs> No, I. I mean, not I, even I at really the beach. Can't imagine that I'm like right in the middle of having sex with my girl, and say, "Hey, let's just scissor." I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't even know where that would. I'm you sure. You know what I mean? Like transition. I'm sure if there were two high school girls that were at home alone one afternoon and one came to the back door and was like, hey, what are you doing? They might experiment with scissoring yeah. upstairs in the shower and jacuzzi maybe. This is something talking, you see. I'm yeah, trying yeah. to get a visual <laughs> for Josh. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely You're something great, one of you saw. You're doing great, buddy. You're doing great. Is this how men think all the time? Is that just what you think happens with girls? Like, I mean... <laughs> Like ran, I don't know. It's that not the only thing, but it's that you just went through. It's on my rock. It was in the Rolodex so for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take that card right out now. Shit. Uh, I mean, just showed your age yeah. on the Rolodex. Shit. <laughs> uh, you're awesome. Thank you for calling us. Hey, no problem. We'll talk to you Continue soon. Continue to do great things, Sarah. Thanks, girl. And Josh. Oh. And Jay. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Let me on your podcast. Yeah. Who's more popular, you or Ryan? Um, you know, I, I it's definitely Ryan. I think I say it to all the time. I'm like, Ryan, they love you. I mean, people call in and talk to her, and they're like, "We love what you're doing. You're so funny." And then it's like silence. I'm like, "Hey, you know, that's what? not true." <laughs> hey. Yeah, I mean... I think they just don't think you let me talk enough, so they call to that, talk to me and let me talk to them. Not, I think, on the same wavelength. You're very outgoing and outspoken. She just sits back and waits for her moments. I, you know what I mean? What do you do? Which one are you? 
I I don't even know who I am. I I let Rye steer the <laughs> ship because Rye I just I love when Rye steers the ship because I think he does an amazing job and he always knows great places to go. So I always say to him like you know, I love it when you steer the ship and then sometimes I'll take over. But um, I always think it's Rye. You know what I mean? I always think it's Rye. We actually had fans come out at South by Southwest. We did a live podcast there and this woman came and she's like Ryan's my favorite. I go. Great to meet you. Great to meet you. <laughs> and she goes, but my daughter thinks you're the bed looking one. I'm like, I that doesn't matter. How old's your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that w- when we would go and do like a comedians at Chelsea lately date, and and fans, God bless them, we love they come out and they want to see their favorite. But sometimes you're standing next to their favorite. Like I'd be standing next mm-hmm. to Lonnie, and they'd be like, Oh, Lonnie, we love you. Can we get a picture with you, Lonnie? We love you. And they'd be like, They look right at me, and be like. Hey, Lonnie, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was always fun. Those well, were... <laughs> did you ever get that when you're opening for another comedian mm-hmm. and people come up to you and be like, I thought you were, f-, they, and they say it out loud in front of the headliner? Yeah. And, and you want to grab them and be like, one, don't do that. Two, I got the cherry spot. There's a host than me. I got to do 25 to 30. This guy's got to do an hour and he's got to sell tickets. Three, thank you. I yeah, yeah, that. I was going to say, I always went to three first. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's rude, by the way. But, <laughs> but thanks. And you're right. No. All right, Sarah, I'm not going to talk the rest of the time. Ready? Go. No, that's always it. I didn't say that you talked too much. Josh. What did you. What, <laughs> what if you just had a fucking breakdown right on now? Cue. Now, when you. <laughs> When you go to San Francisco, because you have a one-year-old, do you take your does your one year, does your son go with no, you? No, I go right from there to New York too, which sucks. Oh, right. I have to actually fly from San Francisco to New York. But um, I was trying to like I was thinking about taking him out when I go to do Atlanta. I'm doing Atlanta in May at yeah. the Laughing Skull, and I was gonna bring him because I have a friend out there with two kids, and he had somewhere to go. But no, it's I mean it's way too my young, wife right? Has him. Yeah, yeah, it's just too much, and it's just like you know we split up, and you know it's just. Can I tell you also, as someone who did it, I think there's zero reason you, right? to ever no. fly with a fucking one-year-old. No, I'm of sorry. course. No, I agree with that, but People I just don't know when you're gone today, from bro. like Wednesday to... Today. You did? Yeah, we flew home with, from Arizona with him today. But that's like a 40-minute flight. Yeah, I know. He crushed it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He crushed it. Did you have... Did somebody... Did they already hang up? Oh, hello. You're on with Josh and Sarah and Jay. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Jennifer. They call me Squirter Mom. Hey. I was, they told me to call. Hey, Squirter Mom, how are you? Uh, uh, I'm re- oh, hey, man, what's up? What's good going talk? on? Yeah, good to talk to you. Oh, my God, I haven't talked to you in fucking forever. Now, Squirter- Wait a minute, yes. what's going on here? This is Squirter Mom. Now, Last week, we, we I, discussed I squirting. I can't figure out how to watch you live. I'm fucking retarded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy squirting to uh, work the controls. That's Yikes. why. Yeah. No, oh she. God. I was. She used to call his old podcast, and then she'd squirt her mom. And last week we were talking about squirting, squirting. because I was saying I, it's never happened to me, and if it does, I think I just drive myself straight to the hospital. And Josh, who <laughs> said that he used to have a woman that called on all the time, or someone called in to bring her. I don't know, her, but anyway, we found yeah. Justin. I believe uh, now, found her. Squirt her mom. I had a couple questions that we asked last week that nobody could answer. One. Okay. Did you have to teach yourself how to that? How to some people no. call it how to that? <laughs> some people call no, it flooding. No, I, I had an old man that um, he he used to date a old older lady, and she taught him how to teach other women to do it. So I I was doing it since I was eighteen because of because of him. Wait, when you, you say know, old you just, man, do you, you mean like literally have, old you, dude? You, yeah, you have to just work it. And I know that there's oh, it's all like these the pro. It's like a, 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 a you have to, to work it. And I know Josh. 
it's not pee, okay? Because I they, when when we used to do the old remember the old podcast? Yeah. You asked me to do homework, and I and I did and I and I did I like came thirty seven times. <laughs> yeah, you did it thirty seven times. No, I know. Yeah, yeah I know it's not pee. I just times. don't know how it happens, and I just feel like if it did happen to me, I would be t- alarmed. But I understand that it's supposed to be a wonderful feeling. But does it happen every time now? (laughs) You know what? I I have so much control over it. For me, it's like the best orgasms are not wet. I'm just put it out there right now. They're not. They're not the. They're not the wet ones. Okay, so I'm having the the good. I'm having the the good ones. Roll my my eye. My eyeballs roll in the back of my head. Yeah. And it knocks me out. You know, just like a dude, how they knock out. That's that's not a wet one, and that's all done from the clitoris. So work that clit, men out there. Just work the clit. Thanks, that's Clint, good. Mom. That's gonna be that's gonna be our new tagline. That is gonna be our new tagline for the podcast. Off the rails with Josh and Sarah. Work that clit. You know what's funny? What if you were a comic and that was your catchphrase? I mean, come on. That's you know that's work what you that. gotta do to get to get that one spot where we see God. You gotta work that clit. That's just that's it. Okay. Well, I do, I'm just myself, glad to know. I make myself cry. I mean, I, it, it's not. But I think your clit and my and the tear ducts are connected. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Yours are. I, I, I really, I really. I think your whole watering system might be fucking <laughs> The whole state's in a drought except for her. <laughs> Wait, wait! Don't you know that when you, you may not know this from this podcast, but if you cry and masturbate at the same time, that's actually called a double puddle. Yeah, yeah. Just if FYI, you, if you come and cry at the same time, it's a double puddle. We that's it's very well known. I don't it's, know if you knew yeah. that. Wait, so your whole plumbing system seems to be attached to your clit. I, I I think so. I don't know, you know, and I have I get I have wet dreams too. I don't know if I know know if any. I, if I don't go a long time without, you know, getting the poison out, I will have a wet dream. Oh, you just gave so, it. I love that. The Howard Stern. She gave it. Get the poison out. Oh, is that what it's called? Uh, I'm a big Stern fan. Of course. I'm a super fan. Come on. I'm doing the wrap-up show <laughs> yeah. on Thursday. I know. I, I was oh, cool. I was listening to last week when um, Jillian was on. I was just watching it right now because I couldn't figure out how to watch you guys live. I, by this time tonight, I'm pretty... I'm four or five bong hits in, and I've drank in my beer. So, all right, you know, that, I got to be at work. I get up at four in the morning and be at work at six a.m. Okay, so, so listen, I, 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 we're we're gonna ask you to to uh, figure. Well, I will I will tweet out a link when I say I will. I know Sarah knows how to do it, so Sarah will tweet out a link. And you should start watching live because we we're gonna want you to start calling in like you did at, at the I other podcast. I will call in. You know it. You yes, know, you that's know I awesome. Will. Okay. <laughs> Come on. I, I, you met me in person, Josh. I yeah. Was, I was, and I gave you a pot brownie. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That's I mean, you sound like a good time. I'm not going to lie. She's great. Like something. Sound like something. He loves the edibles. I do love them. And all right, all right Squirter Mom, thank you for calling and reintroducing yourself to our audience. And make sure you call in again, okay? Yes, thank you so oh, much. Of course I will. I never, and you know what, Sarah? You're funny as fuck. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm loving you. Thank you so much. I appreciate loving that. Loving you. Thank you. Okay? All and right. I'm so, pr- I'm so happy for you, Josh. You're fucking... Getting, I mean, fuck. Everything's going the way it's supposed to be. Thank you and very I'm just, much. I'm just... Excited for your future. I appreciate it very much, and Sweet hopefully listener. we'll hear you next week. We'll see you next uh, week. Who's that other dude I, I hear over there? It's Jay Larson. This is Jay Larson. Hey, He's She's not watching live. Hi, Jay oh. Larson. How are you? <laughs> tell will you t- okay, and tell yeah, her about yeah, your I television show. Over there. 
All right, Josh. All right, we'll talk Good to you next week. I'll, I'll be I'll be listening now. It's at six. It's at six o'clock, so. I usually don't pass out till seven thirty, so it's perfect. Perfect. Oh Sounds God. good. Me too. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Right. Work that bye. All right, bye. Oh my God, she's awesome. That's she's amazing. The best. She just said her tear ducts and your or, and your clit are on the same. I don't know what. Well, just, just something like that. I just like feel that. like she's a little closed off. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a little closed off. <laughs> you, yeah, she's really she a little open up and yeah, sort of say what's going wish, on. Yeah, I just wish she'd be a little more open and mm. you know she needs to grease the wheel a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just, You know, she'll loosen up. I'm sure. She would call and tell us the craziest stories. Where is she? She's here. She's in L.A. ish. Uh-huh. But she would call and tell us the craziest stories about she was like, because I was I, we wanted to figure out how many times she could masturbate in like a half an hour, and that was the thirty seven times I think. Like she said she how? did. How I don't know. She said she was watching fam, Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> she said she jerked off watching Family Guy like thirty seven times. Thirty seven times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to do the. I mean, phone she call sounds like a pro. Right I know. Now, oh, yeah. you know. Hey, you you're on with Josh and Sarah and Jay. Hey, this is Sean Dina. Hey, Sean, Sean. How, are how are you, man? Hey, friend of the show, I guess. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, very good friend of the show. We play this song. Forever. And Sarah, you and I have been tweets for a uh, long time now. Long time. So I have a tweeters. question to ask because I just dialed in because I've been busy doing shit. Yeah. When did you guys become Playboy After Dark with Hugh Hefner's mom? Because that is some crazy crap that I just heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, the, that's our new demo. You didn't know that? <laughs> that's our new demo. I just what got it. What the hell just, was that? She's amazing. She's, it's one of the, what, what I do love about her is basically what you joked about, is there's no lines. Yeah. And she will tell you whatever you want to know about her. Like I, Well, no, I had a question about and she, squirting, and she fully answered it, so she, I feel like I, I'm glad to know that I'm at least having the correct... Orgasms and missing out by springing a leak or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I really love her because of that. She'll tell you what. No, and she seems very cool. Actually, supportive. The thing about the crying, though, that doesn't sound right. I mean, I've never heard of that. I I think maybe she has really. Some people are really into sex, and then they cry. If someone (laughs) cried during sex, I would be worried. Yes? I don't know. It depends on what the crying was like, you know? Yeah. Well, give me a happy cry. Give me a happy cry. Give you, you a happy cry? Have you ever... Have you ever have you, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, have you ever... Like cr- when your child was born, there's a happy cry, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. so... Trying to think cry? of how did that sound. Uh, I think so, a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's so yeah, crazy. Don't you think that would be weird if somebody just started crying right yes. in the middle of an orgasm? Yeah, weird I think kinky. she does it with herself, I think. Do you know that nobody's around? No foul, no harm, no foul. If a um, if a tree falls in your vagina, or whatever, what's that old saying? And no one's That's here. That's funny. <laughs> if a what's tree that old falls saying? in your vagina, and nobody's. Do you remember the writers' room? We did uh, one writers' room. We were talking about tears, and somebody said we're talking. We're talking about how some there's a website where some guys use tears for lubrication to jerk off to. Oh yeah. So we Googled it. Jesus. Some dudes use the lubric. Remember? Yeah. We, it was some Your dude. own tears. Like, why can't you just get some lotion? I know. Because <laughs> the there's something about it. I jerk off, they jerk off by using their own tears. Wow. That sounds like Listen, a terrible. That's a, of, that's a lot of tears, though. Yeah. That's I mean, a... you could just go to Target and buy some, buy some Vaseline for like a dollar or two bucks, and there you go. Save yourself a depressing Monday night. Well, you yeah. Save yourself that two exactly. bucks and leave that Vaseline alone. Yeah, I know. say that. But let's just not forget, the internet has taught us one thing. There's something and someone out there for everything. Yeah, that's true. So that's why when people tell me, like, and I've had guys say to me, "I can't get laid." I'm like, "Dude, post 
what you are looking for online, and somebody will say, I'll fuck you. I'm into that. Yeah. yeah. Somebody will answer that and be like, yeah, I'll fuck you. Like, like if you're like a viewer on Match.com and you just want like, oh, like, oh, just want to looking for someone to put their toe on my pussy or whatever. Like you could put that up and somebody would be like, oh, my God, that's what I've been looking for. Someone who wants a toe. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not that's not a very good example. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. But I, I think there might be a limit to that. Like when you're actually from the you're... chick that's engaged to a punter. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on now. When you said telling the pussy, we were both like, okay. I didn't yeah. even. That's amazing. Didn't know what was going there. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's opening up a little bit tonight too. <laughs> no, no, no. We saved that for. No. I think Sarah's revealing a little too much in that's terms a... of uh, that little tidbit that she just shared. Yes, that's amazing, buddy. Anybody, anything else you want to get into tonight? No, I just, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm dialing in, and I hear, <laughs> I hear this like late night, after dark confessional about squirting and crying, and I thought, what, what the, what kind of off the rails is this shit? Listen, like, this things crazy. just, things just take place. Way off the rails, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the, it's basically what, where it always ends up somehow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, dude. Thank you very thank much you. for calling Thanks in, for dude. Calling in. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks, right, bye. Take care, man. Um, that would be funny if you were just tuning in and you're like, "What the fuck is going on? What is going on?" I mean, I there? swear we talked about uh, <clears throat> Acres earlier. We were talking about Acres and uh, Ohi. But she's like, <laughs> barely got into Ohi. <laughs> she's she's a very uh, open. Like I don't. Oh, know she's that. awesome. You could tell she like she has a great sense of humor and and uh, is having fun. She's too. also been around the block a couple times, I think. Yeah. In a good way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's taking it and she handles it well and she handles it in her own way. And I like people who just don't make, don't need a reason to make excuses for themselves. Like this is who I am. This yeah. is what I'm all about. I'm comfortable with it. And that's yeah. it. So that's it. I really do love that too. And I actually feel like, honestly, that's been my favorite thing about the last 10 years of comedy. Comedy has really, in the last 10 years, encourage people to be like this is me this is who i am these are my warts these are my fucking bumps and bruises and i'm gonna tell jokes about that i feel like we've come a long way with that like that's one of my favorite things now while watching comedy is people are more open to just being themselves Do well you... you also there's so many lines that have been dropped because of the internet i mean there's you know what i mean you can get away cable television has allowed you to get away with so much more that's why I like when i see movie shows like the blacklist yeah i'm like how is that gonna do well being because on the it's network. fucking awesome. But that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. always like, how can it be? Yeah, it's yeah. not cable. Because cable, you can swear, you can show sex, you can show killing. And yeah. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, to that point, you know, it's also like the, whoever comedian's willing to go out there and go for it, all the power to them. You know what I mean? But I feel like this, I feel like the podcast itself, the podcast genre. Of course. Has, genre. has actually, because you're, people who listen to you on a podcast, and especially people who, who find you on the podcast initially instead of coming to it because they like you, they find you. I feel like they have a little more patience at comedy shows because they're used to kind of the long form of it. Well, it's nice that people, yeah. Well, it's Does that a, make sense? Yeah, of course. I, I agree completely. If you have, if you go out and you perform for your podcast audience versus people who just show up at the club on a night because they want to see comedy, it's a whole other ball game because they, they already know who you are. Right. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing with like major headlines. I mean, you guys have really big fan base now. And people know who you are, so they're going to be, they know where your brain's going to go a little bit, and they're looking forward to it. But mm -hmm. back in the day, when you're going in front of a blind audience, they want, make me laugh. And if they don't get your sensibility right away, you know. But with the podcast, they know who you are. They know you're, I mean, a guy came up to me when I was at that Camelback Inn and was like, hey, man, 
Hey, hey, player. And it's like something we say on the podcast. Right. He's a podcast fan. And he's like, oh, I saw the sea turtle. That's my nickname for my wife. And like, that's awesome. knew me. Knew me, you know? And that's you, awesome, though, right? Like, yeah. that's the best. Yeah. Super. When you've been on the roads, because you've been selling great t- lot, tons of tickets lately and all that stuff, do you feel like now, um, you, you know, kind of when people are, a crowd is there to see you because you can, sometimes you think, well, that joke wasn't that funny. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes I think, oh, this crowd is definitely here to see me because they are on board for fucking Because everything. I haven't been funny in two nights. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> these people. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Do you find like I don't know. I feel like there's still nights where if I'm like, if, I, if I'm trying something and I haven't figured it out yet, I can tell the difference between if something that I know is fucking great, you right. know? No, no, I, I understand feel like that. Just like, yeah, but they do you. They give you a little more of a leash, right? Sure, yes, of course, absolutely. And sometimes yeah. they get they like that even more. Yeah, yeah they if give they you... think you're doing something new, and they're like one of the first people to hear it, and yeah. they see its incarnation. Oh, they love that. Yeah, I think people like to see your progression, especially if you go back to the same cities and and you know like a year after, and you have like. 50, 65, 70% new stuff or something. People love, like, they, you know, yeah, I guess you're right. Do you, um, because I go back and forth with this, like, I'm going to Toledo in a couple of weeks. Never been oh, to Toledo. Dude, don't come in here bragging, throwing <laughs> Toledo in our face. <laughs> but never been to Toledo. There, yeah. Never been to Toledo. Now, do you go into a new room and go, I'm going to give an hour of just shit that I know crushes, or I know I'm working on 25 new minutes. Do I go into a room that I've never been into and go, I know I've never been here and you guys haven't heard any of this older stuff and still work on new material? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, you have an hour. You can do both, right? Yeah, but if I want to do an hour and, and, and there is literally 25 new minutes that I want to try, do I try it in a room I've never been in before or do I just do stuff that I know works? Try and then, 15 of it. Is that what you would do? And then the next time do the other 10 and then see how you feel by the end of the weekend. You would try even to go in. I don't know. A, I'm just. I don't know. I'm just giving you numbers. How new are we talking? It's new, new. Like, I think Thursday night. Yeah. Do it all of it. Sandwich it. You know, open on strong stuff, then pickle it in, and then go. You guys liking this new stuff? I'm trying. And I mean, especially I've done that room. It's a fun room. Right. Really fun room. Um. And then yeah. I mean, who gives it? I mean, do you think you're gonna lose fans? I mean, you create no, new fans. I mean, no, I don't you know. know. I think what it is for me is when I when I go into a room that I've never been to before. I they paid and I want to give them the best fucking course, right because yeah. it's there. I've never been there. They, it's new. You want to start the relationship with the club, but at the same time, as I travel and and people come to see shows, I'm acutely aware of what you just said, which is, and the next time I come back in this market, which is not going to be that far from now, I what better have stuff. 35, yeah. 40 minutes of new material. One hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, I, not one hundred percent new material, but one hundred percent agree. Yes. But so I get caught up in that pressure of. I want to put on the best show for that audience, but 18 months from now, when I come back for that audience, I also want to have new material. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. And, and and so some people I know only do their new material here in town, and they go on the road, they don't do it. No, no I, mean, I, I would, first of all, I'd be so sick of myself if I didn't, I feel like, too. That's, for me, that's just my personal what thing. What do you mean, like, what do you mean? Like, if I don't do, if I'm just doing old stuff always on the road, I'd get sick of it, too. Like, mm-hmm. you're doing five, six shows on a weekend, so to keep myself entertained as well and to keep myself excited about it, I'm always trying to put something new, you know, for, I mean, you know, for especially going back to a room, like I'm going back to New York after only being in there, I don't know, 10 months ago or something. So I know that I need to have, you know, I know what I did last time and I know what I need to do this time. So do you mean the new di- material adds energy to the set? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would get like time. I can't just be do if I'm doing the same thing in a year that I exact same thing I did last year. I'm in, I'm sick of it. I'm fucking sick of hearing about it. I'm sick of talking. This is why I'm retired. Yeah. Are you? Do, do, <laughs> do you not retiring. love it as much as you used to? I love the stand up. I love being in front of an audience. I love I love dangling the carrot and watching them bite and bringing yeah. them somewhere else and surprising them and seeing them respond to it. But it's, <laughs> you think that's what happens with your material? I think it's oh. exactly what happens. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Three, two, yeah. three. Uh, <laughs> he actually does dangle carrots yeah. now. You haven't yeah. seen him in a Dude, while. It's, it's a whole new band. Like, <laughs> it's not a fishing pole. Yeah. Um, but you know what it is? It's like uh, on the real. I've always wanted to have kids and be around my family and raise them and coach a little league and be there. So I've been setting my life up for the last seven years to be a writer and to write so I can be in one place so I can do all that stuff. And I know I keep looking at stand-up. I'm like, well, the only way you, you get more successful at stand-up is to do the road and get to the point where you can raise your t- your what you charge. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, and I, for what I want my life to be, I'm like, I just can't see how stand-up's going to fit into it. It's sad because I, I always loved it. I remember when I first, I remember the first day I did stand-up. Dude, my first day ever doing stand-up was Dublin's. Really? Yeah, yeah, I remember Dublin's. It was Dublin's. That was my first time doing stand-up. And Dane closed, and I, oh, I mean, I was yeah. like, and I've always loved it, and I love the art form, and I just, I just been lately, I've just been looking at people that like I really admire in stand-up, and I'm like, ah, I don't know if I, I don't know how to get there. It's a lot, but of work. I do know. I know. Yeah, I do think I can get there with writing scripts. I think I'm really good at it, and I really enjoy it, and I like writing for other people. You know what I mean? I like creating for other people, and so. I do really, th- I do really think this is my last year. Well, and some people, but also, you know, you can become really, so you can get your, all the shows going and and become and then then go back to it and go back all yeah. the, but and you don't have to be it every weekend know, doing exactly. five shows. You just go totally do one night in Dallas, totally. one night, in, you know. Yeah, I mean that would be amazing. I've redone my whole website so I can put up as much content as possible, so I can say to people like, hey, I can't. I'm not going to get to cities, but you can come on here and look and see what I'm all about, you know? I will tell you, I, and I talked about, I talked to you about this, actually, I may even have been teary-eyed when I talked to you about it in at, at the office. Were you masturbating? Yes. That's how I <laughs> masturbate. I I jerk off into my hand with tears. It's really weird. Um, but I, the hardest, the best and worst time of my life has been recently with the success and going on the road, and stuff, but going away from my house and missing this chunk of Jacob's my son's life yeah has been how old is he he just turned 18 oh my god that's right it's been it's been one of the most brutal things for me because I went the first 11 years of his life never missed a sporting event coached all his teams was there you know it was he and I since he was nine months old right yeah and then to suddenly take depart from that was soul crushing. I'm for sure it was yeah. really rough. I understand exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, and the goal is the tricky thing about stand up is the more popular you get, you go. Oh, I just want to get to the. Of course, the more you got to do the road. Yeah. And then the more you got to do. And the thing is, it's like we work so hard for it in this business. You know that you work so hard at stand up to get to a point where then you can get that those dates. I mean, I'm, I think I remember being like couldn't get feature dates. I'm like, how can I get feature? You know what I mean? Yeah. And now you get headline dates at, at clubs you've always wanted to do. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's whatever. And it, again, it's like we said, you can always come back to it. Yeah. I mean, I've had points of it where I'm just like, this is so fucking exhausting. Mm-hmm. I'm it depressed. Like, you know, I think 
well, I mean, a lot of this actually, I'm not trying to plug my book, but a lot of it is like there's a, like a three link chapters that are like one of the most depressing times of my life was also one of the best times because I was touring with my first book and I was gone yeah. every weekend and I was so fucking lonely. Like it was like, it, was so, it sounds so like typical and ridiculous, but it was like, it just, I, cause I never, I come, I come home and I didn't even go out with my friends cause I would just come home and I'd be like, I'm fucking you ex- exhausted, home, yeah. you know? And I was also full time writing at that point on Chelsea. So it was like. Five oh, days a week, then yeah. going on the road. Then so come home at night. I don't want to go out. I don't want to meet anybody. I want to talk. You know, and I just became sort of like this hermit. I didn't even realize it really. And then a couple of my friends basically were like, "You never are anywhere." And what, then what was it that was sad, that was depressing for you? Just that you had no. Well, because I was just so. I, I guess I was just like I was working so hard, and I was my personal life was just. And I'm not just talking about a relationship. I'm talking about friends. I'm talking about family. Like, I just wasn't seeing anybody. And some of it was my own thing, just me be going, oh, fuck it. It's e- so much easier to stay home mm-hmm. tonight than go to drive to, Sa- you know, Santa Monica and have dinner with so-and-so because, like, fuck it, you know? And so it was my own thing that I was sort of causing, I'm sure. But, um, and it was also just sort of like, I guess, I, I think when I got home and started to really think about it, I was like, I'm working so hard and I'm not doing anything for my personal life. So is this is it? Like, I'm ju- is the only payoff my, is, is that all I have? And now I've sort of re, I since I've reevaluated all that, and yes, John, but also with my friends and I've like, re, you know, I make a huge effort with my friends and stuff more than I was for a little while. And now I just feel like, okay, well, if something happens with my career, it's not as if, oh, fuck it, that's all I had. I have... A, a more full life. I would. Yeah, tell I don't you, have kids, but I have. You know. But you want to have. A, I would tell you, like I've always said, I wouldn't let to to put it in a different perspective. I wouldn't want to be Eddie Vedder. I'd want to be the drummer for Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you still get to play in front of sixty thousand people and be a rock star. And then when you walk off stage, if you want to go shopping at Ralph's. You're good. You're good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm that, gonna go shopping at Ralph's right after this, and no one's you, gonna fucking bug me. No, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> guys. That's <laughs> Ralph's at Sunset. Yeah, that's that's rock and rock roll and Ralph's. Ralph's. Rock and roll yeah. Ralph's. Rock and roll Ralph's. Uh, I go to the one in Studio City. Okay. You do? Studio City. Oh, for oh the, you go to that Ralph's. Oh, you go to that Ralph's. Yeah. What, the new one? Fuck yeah. Chicago, you go no. To, go to the new oh, one in Sherman go Oaks. In the Shokes? No. The new one. Cold water, right? No. Ventura. Yeah. That's the worst one. Mm-mm. I love that you dig the I can't dancing about Ralph's. You're going to like go to Ralph's after this and you're going to be like grabbing almonds and you're going to slip and fall on something and you're going to look up and Squirter Mom's be like, what's up, girl? <laughs> I love the fact that Squirter Mom just guessed that Sarah likes almonds and jerked off in the aisle next to the raw almonds. Yeah. She's in tune, man. Yeah. I- <laughs> She's listening. I was at, I'm not going to say which supermarket but you know they have the salad bar whole foods and, uh, and saw a little caterpillar on the lettuce and i was like hmm. mm, that's a little too organic yeah. I'm, you know, when, you know like, <laughs> that's keeping it real over there yeah. you know when too... you're like it's great that you're organic and all but yeah. maybe wash it yeah i like farm to table but let's uh but let's mix it up yeah it's a little mm. too biodynamic do you are you you're not straight organic right you no i just said i go to ralph's you, but they. Are but you, I go to Whole Foods. She goes I mean, to a fresh fan. Yeah, you know I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I am, I not completely. I mean, I, I buy my produce organic because I do feel like it's. I like it better. Yeah. And it's fresh. It seems to taste better. My meat as well. That's and what then, she said. But then, and then mm. I don't have to really buy anything else. Though. You like your meat fresh and organic. I guess those are the only two things you really buy, isn't it? What? Like poultry, like food. I mean, I don't know, like meats and <clears throat> and produce. So I guess I'm not really leaving anything out. Organic potato chips. I don't need organic like hot coffee. 
Yeah. I, you know, I I've really uh, are Twizzlers organic. Yeah. Yes. By the way, you eat Twizzlers, not red vines, right? No, I eat red vines then because I'm not a fucking asshole. Oh, first boy. of all, both of them taste like plastic. Yeah, right. We're 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 gonna buy our red vines, cold water Ventura, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. What was the song? Oh I can't remember. Light it up, up, up. Do you? Eat, I, I could J Lo if you want me to. Um. Yeah. No. Twi- red vines are so much better than Twizzlers. Wrong. You're wrong. I don't like either. I mean, you're really, really yeah. wrong, mm-hmm. but you're wrong. I'm racist. Yeah, you are racist. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's. We're getting near the end here. What oh. are you eating? I'm eating some. Um, okay. Some of that. Seven twenty-seven. It is time. Do you want some? No, I'm good. Thank you. Um, before we go, uh, you were telling a story about making a woman cry in Buffalo. Oh. Oh yeah. I think we should finish that. Oh. oh okay. Yeah, I oh. guess so. Yeah. All right. Wow. We got the a voice, fucking producer the in fucking here. Voice of God. <laughs> Seriously, where did that come from? So we give her, it's the end of the show, and we had a show and people what we were selling was koozie, and I give it to her, and she goes, I don't fucking want that. And the koozie says children are assholes. That's what the song is called, children. And I was, she threw it. And, and now if you're in the front and you scream, I don't fucking want that, and you throw it, I have to address it. Right. So I said oh, you her, threw it to her from the stage. I, I, put I thought on, she was in line. I'm I so put confused. it on her table. I go, here oh. you go. I don't fucking want that. I don't think children are asshole. I think that's mean. And I was like, clearly, I don't. It's a, it's a fucking song. Joke. I say that in a loving way that my kids are assholes. Mm-hmm. In a loving way, right? And my kids are old enough to fucking be assholes. The, yeah, right. So I, it's in a loving way. And she was like, I don't think it's right. And so I was like, Are you out? You're in the front row of the comedy show. We've made fun of everybody in this, and that's where you're fucking drawing the line. And she started crying in front of every. (laughs) That's all it took. What alcohol was involved? Yes, but like if that's all it takes, don't ever speak up. I know that's what's gonna make you cry. She's in the front row. Everybody's looking at her crying, and she's doing the. the, You know, you can tell from behind. She's doing the shoulder. Oh man, that's what I mean. Just breaking down, and then after the show in the bathroom, she almost started a brawl with like six girls. Oh well, see, yeah, she's it was crazy. So let me ask you the question that you asked earlier. Do you think that your fans give you a little more leeway now? (laughs) 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 I gotta tell you, uh, my fans were in favor of her crying. They they were not. Well, that probably didn't help her. No. Stop crying. No, but, it was. I bad. mean, but that's like if you're gonna if you're gonna speak up like that, then and everyone calm down. By the way, because this remind. I mean, we I've already t- told this story in the podcast, so I won't. But everyone has listened that listens regularly has heard uh-huh. it that I got in trouble for ca- making fun of Girl Scouts for not like letting their moms sell them oh on Facebook. God. Now that's the worst. And I was like, I was like, I was <clears> like, <throat> you lazy little shits, and like literally, it's a fucking joke. Clearly, mm-hmm. and I mean. Literally had the craziest soccer moms coming. But they on should. They, Facebook. they should not be. You should not. No. The kid should be. Sell, what I was is like, it? I used to go door to door, and this woman was like, "You want me to send my kid out by herself?" I was like, "No, my mom used to go with yeah, me." You first lazy of all, fuck. like I never said that you. She has to go out by herself, and also yeah. it was a fucking joke. Like I don't, you know, she's like, "You're an adult bully. How could you call a kid a lazy little shit?" And I'm like, "Clearly, your child is a lazy little shit. I mean, Otherwise, you wouldn't care." But it, let's all calm down about like when you say someone's an asshole or a yeah. little shit. Like it's a joke. I also feel like we. I hate when people pick and choose what they're gonna be offended by. Either you're willing to laugh at yourself and everybody else. Or you laugh at nobody, but you can't pick and choose. I know, but that's what bothers me is that you. I could sit up here and make for some people. I could make uh, 
uh, black jokes, and I could do it, but but I maybe I told a maybe I tell a joke about an overweight person. That's where they draw the line, or the opposite. You know what I mean? They draw the line on an Asian joke, although everybody seems to be okay with making fun of Asians. Yeah. I think that's the one group everyone's like, that's that's actually okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll let <laughs> yeah. that go. <roll. laughs> Isn't that weird? The one group, you do an Asian voice on TV and people are like, yay. Um, but it, I think like people, they, they seem to pick and choose what they think it's okay to make fun of. And I think that's where the problem is, right? Yeah. I mean, you should, look, it's all about intent. Isn't it about intent? I don't even think you're making fun of kids there. You're just making a statement that they're assholes. Yeah. Right, but I mean and in general. That, that woman would hate Louis C.K. Because some of the funniest material he has is calling his daughter a cunt. I know. You know what I mean? And it's hilarious because the idea, yeah, I mean, you know, some people are just going to take some things too seriously. And yeah. she, I think it was more that she was drunk and it was late in the show and she didn't really know what it was and she probably felt weird with you giving it and she had to take a stand and she was on the spot and people don't react well when they're in the spot and they put their foot in their mouth and then she's like, ah. Maybe she had, maybe she almost had her period, because you know girls. Maybe get, she had a you miscarriage. You know how girls get when they're having their period. No, oh, but she could have grumpy. Oh, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Welcome to stereotypes in America. How? And then also they're happy and then they're mad. How uh, does that? How bad does that bother a woman? If you go, what is it? It doesn't bother me at all because it's usually accurate. <laughs> I'm never offended by that. You know that. I'm That's the true. first to admit. That I'll go, I'm I've fucking <laughs> out of my mind with PMS. And I will tell you, and I never, yeah. it never offends me. See, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I've never, ever once assumed a girl was cranky or upset because of her. I've never even, never even dawned on me. I'm like, I don't know what this chick's problem is. You haven't hung out with Sarah. Yeah, no, it can be a real thing, but obviously I was doing, I was making yeah. a stereotype stereotype joke. But yes, no, I can't. I definitely have PMS. I get it terribly. I get You're terrible. super upfront about it too, which we love. Well, yeah, that, that, yeah, that way everyone just knows and then everybody's clear. What I'll the situation on. is. Yeah, I say that to John all the time. I'm like, guess what's happening? It's not going to be good for about an hour today, you know. Like yeah. it's not because and he's like, I'm don't like, don't worry, honey, I'll drop it inside the twenty. <laughs> With my another punter joke, another punter. <laughs> um, okay, we should probably go. That's the. So uh, oh, uh, I can't believe I said that. So it seems so. I want to give a quick eat a dick. Yep. My eat a dick is to people who take jokes too seriously. Mm-hmm. They're jokes. Mm-hmm. This is what we get paid to do. Do not go to a comedy club. And have a list of things that you refuse to laugh at because the, you think those are too far. The best thing about comedy clubs, it's the basically the last bastion of free speech, which is what we do. And if we choose to push the envelope, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know who we are walking in. My eat a dick goes to those people who go to comedy clubs and get offended. My eat a dick goes to everyone who drove past me and my lovely blonde friend yesterday on the 111 with a fucking flat tire and didn't stop. I saw you on my ways. You did. No, I saw you tweeted <laughs> I, out. I was so I was so excited that I made ways. It was really funny. It was like vehicle stopped amazing. on shoulder. I was like that's us. That's us. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh yeah, so no, not I know that everyone can't stop, but one only one person stopped and they were Canadian. Um, but the real eat a dick is to the people that were like, why didn't you just change the tire yourself? I don't know if you've ever been on a busy freeway with a tiny shoulder. It's terrifying to go try to change the tire yourself. And also I can't cause I'm a girl and I get my period. Uh, <laughs> I killed my guy. I can't believe it. <laughs> my, I was uh, trying to do my... my eat a dick goes to people who are horrible parkers. I mean, oh, yeah. I just, I'm tired of it. It's, it's stupid. I don't care how nice your car is. You don't need to take two spots. You don't, I mean, look around, be aware of what's happening around you in the world. Nobody's aware anymore. Of anything. <sighs> there was a dude who parked so close to me in the parking lot 
uh, earlier this afternoon. I couldn't get in my I couldn't get in my car. And then you know that thing goes through your brain. Do I dent this other person's car? Or yeah, or do something worse. What? I had someone do that, like like park so close to me because I, it was a weird thing. Like they no yeah. no 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 they took up two spots and I almost like went and just like parked super close to him just to fuck with them. Have you ever when you say something worse like what? I mean, fall, fall them and beat them. them. Oh. <laughs> I think pe- more people should be beaten in this world. Maybe you should get one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't know. I leave three, notes. two, three. I leave notes. <laughs> I leave a note that says, "You're a horrible, Parker." I do. Understa- I like to leave understand notes. where you are in the world. You have no point when you go to bed tonight. Look at yourself in the mirror and know that you're a bad person. Do you, you know, wait? Is they, like are that. your notes that long? Sometimes, yeah. but I mean, I just—it's so—it's just I like love it. it's like how I do not know there's. Uh, 300 million people in this country. I usually just write nice parking asshole on a note. But, but I where, like that you get you... into like you need to look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that would affect me. If I got yeah. a note like that, I'd be like, Fuck. I want people to be affected. I want them to remember it. <laughs> That's the kind of note you get and you look around because you're pretty sure the person's watching. <laughs> what yeah. what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, wow. That's an in-depth. So you want to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I appreciate they, that. He's right. Those people do deserve it. Um all right. Well, you That's know what we forgot to, to talk about? No. Just listen. If you want to get our friend Jerry Larson a gift because he's been so good here, you guys got to go to wayeasygifts.com. Wayeasygifts.com, Jay. If you're looking for a gift for your wife, it's I mean, way easy. It's the place to go. And it's you just click on wayeasygifts.com, you put in her age, her sex, and then she will they'll And the price range that you want to spend and it'll give you Unique, fun, original gifts that in all like the different price ranges. Yeah, it's it actually, amazing. it's really awesome. It's really amazing. Way I got a sweet gift. bracelet off of it for myself. Way easy gift for Sarah. Yeah. Way easy. I didn't even know what I wanted. Yeah. And then I did when I put it in. It, it was easy. The best part about it is how way easy it is, Jay. It yeah. just it just comes up right in front of you, and then there's it's it's in an like artisanal artisanal is that right? Artisanal. Artisanal. No, artisanal. Artisanal is some just cheese. Artisanal. <laughs> It's all the same. <laughs> um, I think that uh, also there's Mother's Day coming up and Father's Day. Yeah. So those are occasions that you need to buy uh, gifts. What are you getting me for Father's Day? I don't have to get you anything. We don't have to get other people things for Father's Day unless it's our father or spouse. You is that true? Yeah. It's know. in no. Uh, you can. I mean, Wikipedia. if you want to, if you yeah. really cared about someone, you had a heart, you could. Yeah. Uh, you know how many fathers I know. Three. I don't have time to do I mean, well, you host a podcast with me. You know, you might be really close. I just thought it might be something. He doesn't get me anything for my birthday. Yes, All I right. did. Well, you know what? You're out what? then, Josh. I got, you don't remember what I got you? You, you don't either. Me. That's why it's falling so you can think of it. <laughs> you don't remember that time? Oh, I love the panic in your eyes. <laughs> you don't know. I took it at dinner. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I, didn't I get you two t-shirts from my brother's website four years ago? <laughs> 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 I know you yes. were about to say you were like that was four years ago. Yeah. As I said, well, I was or like, it was also then you gave them to like a like a me and someone else too. So when it wasn't my birthday, so it was just like an it was like August. And but I, like, I said here, this is just take this when you <laughs> for when your birthday comes. This is just remember you got this from me. That's right. Yeah, no, I forgot. It's yeah. the ahead of time birthday. Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. It's the best kind of birthday present. You're not expecting it. Get me something tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, we love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening.